0: what's going on everyone welcome to the divinely you podcast welcome back if you're new welcome to it and i appreciate you tuning in and i appreciate you subscribing and i appreciate you rating and all of the things so thank you so much um i'm your host my name is sarah waggle i am a leadership coach i'm an author i'm a reiki practitioner i'm a fitness and nutrition enthusiast I'm an accessible tech hobbyist, an artist, and a crafter, namely crochet. So I am, well, first of all, let me put it out into the universe again. If you are someone or you know someone who edits podcasts or does podcast music intro things um, or something of that nature, I would appreciate um, a connection, a shout out or, or whatever, Um, always looking to improve the podcast and give it a, give it some hearty, hearty stuff. Um, not that my content isn't good enough, but, uh, thank you so much for tuning in all around the world, across the pond and and there, and then some, um, so I wanted to, um, well, okay. So, if you are looking to follow me, there's Telegram. Um, there's a Divinely You channel in Telegram. There's Patreon. Patreon.com slash Divinely You is the monthly program. We just started February. Um, the theme this month is self love and care. This is one of my favorite months. It's my birthday month. It's purple, it's amethyst, it's everything <laughs> that I could possibly want in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all of it. Um, and uh, um, so Patreon has all of the content for, for the monthly stuff going on. Um, you get access to the workshops at various tiers. There's two workshops per month this month. Uh, the second Saturday is going to be the self, uh, self-love power plunge workshop. The fourth Saturday of the month is going to be, uh, all about meal prep, nutrition, cooking, um, and that sort of thing. I'm not a nutritionist. I am a life coach who happens to be obsessed with meal prep, however, um, so that's going on for February. So check out Patreon and uh and uh enroll there um and you'll get access to things. You can also visit Eventbrite if you want to just attend my workshops. Um the workshops will, will be on Eventbrite for you to purchase tickets to attend those. So separate from Patreon, those are four uh four dollars and eight dollars, um, four dollars for the second Saturday and eight dollars for the fourth Saturday. Um, so, so all of that stuff, I believe you can find me on Eventbrite just by looking for my name, Sarah Waggle. I'm not sure. I'm, I still want to look and see if there's a way that I can get like a follow me type link for that. Um, if I can figure that out sometime before the next few episodes of the podcast, I will link it in the show notes. Um, but Patreon is linked in the show notes, Telegram will plop in the show notes, um, there's always Instagram, you can follow me at S-E-W Coaching, or you can follow the podcast at Divinely You Podcast. Um, on Instagram. So still got some stuff going on Instagram and Facebook, although I am leaning away from them, leaning more into Telegram and LinkedIn and MeWe and things like that. Just kind of, you know, looking, looking for some new audience and spreading the word about what I'm up to and all of that. So, all right, enough of that stuff. Um, Please check out all of those things for up and coming events and, and fun things that I'm doing and, and, and creating and all of that. So On to this episode. So this is funny. I was planning to do this particular episode and um, someone texted me and said, um, so while I was doing one project, I decided to do it for a couple of other aspects of my life. And I was like, that means it's time for me to do this episode. So what am I talking about? The episode title is called uh, My Ideal Gym. And that's sort of just an illustration of what I'm talking about in, in the coaching community, or at least from my, um, from my coach training program, accomplishment coaching, we call this conditions of satisfaction. Um, I'm going to call it vision or visioning or, or creating, um, your ideal, whatever it is, right. Whether it's housing your ideal romantic partner, um, your ideal, in my case, and what I'm going to use in this episode, the ideal gym. Now, (laughs) so I'm basically going to tell you the story of my ideal gym. And for all of my trainer friends or gym buddies that are listening, because I know I share this podcast with like everybody that works at my gym. (laughs) So I'm sure I'll get a lot of love and appreciation for this. But everyone who designs a gym does it wrong. This is my opinion. Take it for what it is. This is my opinion. Everyone who designs a gym does it wrong. So, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that um I think my smoke alarm's trying to go off my roommate's cooking, so um but I think she's she's usually quite on it. Anyway, sorry. Um so So what I mean by that is when I go to a gym, it's one of the most terrifying um, places for me to go as somebody who has vision loss and as someone who likes to work out um, and as someone who likes effortless joy and efficient um, life, okay? A gym is not, not what I would consider effortless not even the workout. <laughs> That's a whole nother, <laughs> I can design the worst workouts for myself. Um, but the layout of the, 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 the actual experience of being in a gym is one of the most terrifying places for me to be. It is not effortless. It is not conducive to the actual practical life that I like to live. Okay. So, um, So I, I have over the years wanted to design my own facility and, and actually like put it, bring it into fruition. However, I just never had the confidence or, you know, didn't feel like it was worth my time. And, and, uh, but in the last couple of months, I've had several conversations with a few different groups of friends who are all mostly blind and low vision. Um, and we've been, the hot topic is it's 2021 and we still don't have accessible equipment. Um, so anyway, at the risk of ranting about what's wrong with gyms and gym equipment, I'm going to dive into my, my ideal gym. And so this is the sort of punch list of what my ideal gym would look like. And I'm using this to illustrate to you that even if you love something, I love going to the gym, right? It's one of my favorite places. Y'all know me. I'm at the gym all the time, (laughs) but I still don't love it. It's not my, it is not my, it doesn't serve me as much as I think it could serve me. So you can love where you live, right? You can love the people in your world and you can still want more. You can still want something that's ideal for you, right? I am grateful to almighty God to have a roof over my head and I want different housing right? I'm, I, I'm grateful to be single. I love being single and I'm looking for a romantic partner. Yep. I just put that out there on my podcast that goes around the world that I'm looking to be dating. Um, no, I do not use dating apps. Whole nother story. I do not believe I would meet somebody on a dating app. I actually truly do believe that I will meet my future husband in a gym um, because it's just my, it, it, it's my sole place. So this is why having my ideal gym, I'm really digressing. I apologize. Um, this is why my ideal gym is so important because it's where I think I would meet my, it's where I believe I will meet my partner. So my ideal gym and I'm just going to give you a few um, examples here. My ideal gym. Now, I run on a treadmill and I use stationary bikes. Um, I lift weights of all kinds. I do cable machines. I do circuit machines. I do free weights. Um, I do functional training. I do stretching and I swim. So I pretty much cover the gambit of of workouts. Okay. And I've done everything. I've worked with powerlifting trainers Um, I've done functional, like I said, uh, stretching, Um, I've done triathlons, judo, you name it, I've done it. So (laughs) one of the worst things about a gym is there's no contrast. Contrast is, look it up in the dictionary, it is like black and white, right? If you put um, a white piece of paper on black on a black background, it's going to be very visible, right? Same thing if you use like white chalk on a black chalkboard or green chalkboard or whatever. Um, but if you use like yellow dry erase on a dry white dry erase board, it's not going to show up. There's no contrast there. And in fact, the glare from the white won't even for me, somebody like me who has low vision, um, it wouldn't even look like anything was there. Okay. So here in the gym, you have a black floor, you have black benches, you have lots of black, um, weight plates, I presumably, um, And you have this maybe grayish um, structure to the circuit setup. You might have some silver, um, various, you know, the interchangeable um, poles for various. um, um, Gosh, it's totally slipped my mind. Um, Cable machines, um, but a lot of gray and a lot of black. Right. Okay. so and then you've got. Fluorescent lights up in the ceiling, you might have music on, um, all of these things, okay? Everybody in listening is now going to go to their gym and look around and be like, holy shit, <laughs> okay? Um, and so ideally, all of these black pieces of equipment on this black floor would have a contrasting or even a color I'm, I'm on, I'm into color. So for me, it would be the arm machines would have one color of a, of a mat underneath that between the machine and the the floor. So you've got the black floor, you'd put then like a, a blue mat, a bright blue mat under the arm machines. Right. And then maybe a green mat under all of the leg machines. So then I would easily be able to know where the leg machines are, where the arm machines are. Um, you know, everything would have, um, all of the, the labels on the, the weights for the selector machines would have raised numbers. I don't even want Braille because nobody knows what Braille, not enough people would know what Braille is to have it be Braille. So raised numbers, I'll go with that. Raised numbers, um, on the stickers, um, and etc. So that things would be visible. Dumbbells. The dumbbells would be in different colors with raised numbers on them because colors don't work if you're totally blind. Raised numbers would work if you're totally blind. But what I notice is that if we have colorful dumbbells, they somehow have printed label um, weight numbers on them. The neoprene dumbbells. The labels on them are just printed the old school metal, um, hexagon dumbbells were actually my favorite because they had the numbers like pretty much in the metal. I actually love those. Those are my favorite because then I don't care what color they are. The numbers are so tactile that it doesn't matter. Um, so anyway, so you'd have color, a color mat underneath all of these black benches and black, um, you know, setups for the various circuits and things like that. And they, like I said, blue for arms, green for legs, etc. Then let's talk about cardio. Okay. I could go down rabbit holes with cardio equipment because I don't understand why we don't have accessible cardio equipment. All right. Um, so one thing, um, is if the cardio equipment is on a black floor, which sometimes it is sometimes it isn't it depends on the facility um it would have red uh, red mats underneath it to define where the machines are and not red because it's cardio heart blood come on work with me here <laughs> um and then like treadmills specifically um or anything that has a flat panel that would not exist in my gym i would have um raised buttons. I'd go back to the old school raised buttons, um, for up and down, um, increasing, decreasing speed, increasing, decreasing, um, incline. Um, and then a large display with like a little hood over it to block out all of the light that's trying to come in where I can't see because of the glare on the, the screen. Um, I don't care that my treadmill has a TV. I don't really watch TV, and if I do, I watch it on my phone because I don't know what TV channels are on the machines, so I don't I don't care. Um, QR code. Okay, this is where I like getting technical. So QR code. Treadmills, bikes, all these things, they would have QR codes that I could scan with my phone, and they would direct, direct, directly link to an app that... Um, I could could then control or at least get an audio feedback of what my pace is without having to I don't, I almost follow my face looking at the screen um And, um, that app, then I could directly link to whatever activity apps, Strava, you know, I use Apple watch, you might use Fitbit, whatever it is that you use. But so then you'd have, so, so let's just take lifetime fitness because, and, and, you know, somebody share this podcast with lifetime fitness, I'll work with them. Um, (laughs) um, but there would be like a lifetime fitness treadmill app and the QR code would be right on top of the, the machine. Um, and I could just, you know, read the QR code and and then use the app to operate, um, the machine, or at least get the audio feedback from the machine. Even if I could operate the, 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 um, interface on the face of the machine, that'd be fine. If I could just get some feedback on the app as to what my pace is and, and maybe I wanted to speed it up and finish that mile a little bit faster or whatever. Um, and then additionally, there could be a headphone jack, Um, so that you could get audio feedback, um, from the directly from the device, um, if at all necessary, if it didn't work to an app or somebody didn't have a smartphone or something like that. Um, and so that's kind of my ideal, um, cardio equipment. Um, I can't win with cardio equipment. I go to some gyms and I can feel kind of the buttons but I can't see the display for crap. It's either too high up on the machine, or there's too much glare from the fluorescent lights above my head, um, or whatever. Um, and then I went to another gym, and the the flat panel is so flat that I literally can't feel the buttons. Like normally with flat panels, you can kind of feel where the button depresses. Um, but I've seen some of them that you can't even feel that. And then I look down at the TV dials, and they're like raised buttons. Ain't that some shit? so so I love going to the gym right this is this is like I love going to the gym but it's okay that I also think a gym can be way better than it is and guess what here's the thing that I um am doing I might even link this video below so you guys can check it out but my friend Lucy um out of Berkeley California did an amazing video demonstrating why flat panels don't work for blind people. Um, and this could be said for low viz too, because if it's someone's low vis and they have been for life, they do have some blindness skills, um, you know, to be able to interact with the world a little bit easier. Um, but Lucy did an amazing video about why it's not efficient for a blind person to have flat panel devices. Um, And I am of the opinion that, you know, we're in an innovative time right now and it's perfectly okay to ask for what you want from the universe. Ask for it. Um, So let me get off of the gym thing and go into this in a little bit more of a, a, a global perspective. Ask for what you want. Really dig in and tell the universe, hey, I really want my ideal household to have a dishwasher, a garbage disposal, I really want a linen closet, I really want a jacuzzi tub, Um, you know, get super specific, what is your ideal household look like for you, right? Currently, I'm single, so my household looks a little different, my ideal household looks a little different, right? I don't need so much sleeping space as much as I need a home workout space and a home office, you know, and whatever, Right? but if i was dating someone or i was in a, you know in a relationship or married then it might be different maybe i would want a larger bedroom or maybe we would want two separate offices at home and a big large workout like <laughs> turn the master bedroom into a workout room right that's ideally what i would do is i would take the master bedroom and turn it in or the master suite even and turn it into a workout space and then any other rooms in the house i would use for sleeping and for a home office right same thing with your ideal partner. What do you want in your partner? Right? I feel like I'm going to be doing a, a, (laughs) uh, a letter to my husband episode, future husband episode sometime soon. I'm feeling like that's coming. Um, Abigail Gazda hosts the hearts unleashed podcast. And, uh, she has been talking about the low letter to her husband episode that she did recently. um, but get really clear. And here's the other thing about law of attraction, since that's basically what we're talking about is law of attraction, um, is be positive, be of the positive. Like the the universe doesn't recognize negative positive. So if you say, I don't want a smoker, you're going to get a smoker. I don't want a blah, 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 fill in the blank. You're going to get that thing because the universe doesn't recognize negative positive. So always ask for what you want, not for what you don't want, Right. You want somebody who's health conscious. You want somebody who will help you meal prep. You want somebody who will, you know, uh, take out the garbage, (laughs) right? Maybe you want someone who, who will watch TV with you, right? Or watch the same shows, you know, are you a Trekkie? I know I have a listener out there who's a Trekkie and so am I. And, uh, and, and so Trek, Star Trek gets brought up a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, are you a Trekkie and you want somebody who will appreciate Star Trek with you? Um, so anyway, so, so create your vision, ask the universe, tell the universe, this is what I want in my life. This is what I want this specific thing to look for, right? We talk about making like, you know, life goals and this and that and the other thing, but let's talk about making specific lists for our home, for our partner, for Um, our business for your job if you work in a in a if you're not an entrepreneur and you're running your and you're working for a business and you have a hierarchy at which you want to succeed through right (laughs) talk about the things that you want to do to get to that what are your conditions of satisfaction to create that job or to make that job yours so anyway, um, I, I, I feel like this episode was a little bit rant, rambly and ranty, but I hope that you saw and, and heard, um, you know, a lot from it as far as like what could be available for you. Um, So order from the universe, ask the universe for the specific things that you want. Um, create your vision, create the life that you want, the partner, the home, the job, the business, the whatever. Um, in my case, it's the gym. So I actually did start illustrating it and drawing it out. And it's the first time I've ever done that, but I felt like I had had a lot of conversations around it. So, um, why the hell not? But, uh, so yeah, if anybody's listening out there and you have any, any contacts with some, some gym equipment people, um. set me up. I'll talk to them. So, all right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will link as much as I can in the, in the, in the, in the show notes, or I'll at least give you some references. So take a look at the show notes and see what all suits your fancy there. And, um, I will talk to you on the next episode. You've been listening to the divinely you podcast. My name is Sarah waggle and I wish you a lovely, lovely day.